This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I hope you got to see the Patriot Awards. It was really an incredible event. I got to tell you, doing a show on the road in front of a crowd for the first time in a long time. And for the first time in front of a crowd doing a radio show since I think I filled in for Chris Plant at CPAC something like 10 years ago. It was a really incredible experience. I'm going to get to that. I'm thinking about doing a road show. I'd love your feedback. I got that. Uh, An update on TikTok. An update on Trump uh, being permitted back on Twitter by Elon, what I think is going to happen. And uh, a viral video that broke out of Arizona, a guy just filleting the Maricopa County Board of Elections. They deserve it. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Folks, you don't like big tech and government spying on what you do online, keeping logs on your online activity? I don't either. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Hope you liked my Friday podcast with Julie Kelly. Um, a just incredible expose on what the FBI has been up to regarding the entire January 6th thing, Pegasus, the bomber case. Uh, check that out if you missed it. It's definitely worth your time. Folks, today's show brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Listen, I've been an Omaha Steaks household here for a long time, way before they were a sponsor because the food is just darn good and it's priced great. The holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together specially curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use code Bongino at checkout to get $30 off your order. Do it today. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites. They're delicious and they're guaranteed to impress like the legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons, Air Chilled Boneless Chicken, Ultra Juicy Burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Bongino at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. He loves the burgers. He steals them from my freezer downstairs. (laughs) Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code Bongino at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. All right, Joe, it's a Monday, my friend, so... Happy freaking Monday. Happy... (laughs) And it's a holiday (laughs) week, so we will have uh, some original content for you today, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Don't you worry, we're here for you. It's also a week I may put back on some weight. As you know, I lost a little bit. Uh, Just a quick uh, update. I hope you saw the Patriot Awards. Folks, it was an amazing experience giving these awards, these American patriots. And it gives me faith again that the U.S. isn't finished. All of these people out there got these awards from the Border Patrol, a DPS sergeant who got promoted on stage, to the guy I gave the award to, Don Patton, for cataloging all these World War II heroes and their experience. It just reminds me that, all right, listen, uh, you know, patriotism, uh, love of your neighbor is not unique specifically to the United States, but we seem to have a whole lot more of them here than anywhere else. It was an amazing experience and seeing you all uh, out there, the road show, going out and doing a radio show in front of a live audience. Some uh, said it was the best radio show we've ever done. 
It was really an amazing experience. I think we're going to do a road show. What are your thoughts on that? Shoot us an email, a tweet, a true social, a Facebook message. Uh, maybe when my next book comes out, I'm thinking about flying around the country and then just renting a bus in regions and doing like a road show or so, the radio show. It was a lot of fun. People really enjoyed it. One of the guys told me it was his, his uh, favorite part of doing the Patriot Award. So I'd love to get your feedback on it. Would you show up for something like that? Do like a book signing and stuff, a little radio show back and forth. I think it'd be a good time. I had a blast just interacting with people. It gave the show a different energy. Bang, bang, bang energy. So let's get to the show today. You know, um, people within the United States government have found TikTok uh, to be a real security threat for us. They keep beating them up in the media machine out there. We got to ban TikTok. And I, I'm not into banning anything, by the way. I think TikTok is a very dangerous app. I think uh, the Chinese Communist Party uh, could be using TikTok to compile data sets on everyone. But here's the thing. Um, you're free to use it or you're free not to. Um, I'm a free speech absolutist on that front. And I just don't believe in banning things because I don't think it makes it any better. Um, I, I just wish people would stay off it and not give it. They're, they're collecting your search. They're collecting your probably your geolocation data. But a lot of apps do this. But here's my problem with this. You see this Fortune magazine headline. They're so very concerned about data collection by TikTok and what the Chinese Communist Party may be doing to compile kind of data files on everyone. And I'll get to how dangerous this is in a minute and how they kind of can cross-reference material using AI to build almost a predictive like minority report type portfolio on who you are. Now, it's fine to have concerns about TikTok and we should express them. And I'm glad that some people within the United States government seem to be genuinely concerned about that. But my follow-up question is, well, really? Well, what about what our government is doing and our FBI may be doing? to compile data files and information on everyone else. Does that not matter? You know, it's interesting how some of these Democrats, I saw Senator Warner from Virginia uh, 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 talking about, was he TikTok this weekend? He was on one of the weekend shows. But I don't hear much complaint about what's happening within the United States government. So I wanted to tie it to these two stories now to show you how the data compilation and the building out of information files on Americans is not just limited to overseas potential enemies of the United States. There are people looking to do that stuff here. Now, the predictive capabilities of this stuff really bothers me. I had Kyle Serafin. He is an FBI agent, a former FBI agent. He's now a whistleblower. He was on my Fox show this weekend. He was back. And I asked him about Pegasus. Pegasus is the no-click spyware program. If you haven't heard about Pegasus, you need to. If you're a listener to this show, you already know what it is. It's not the winged horse. Peg Pegasus is a no-click malware program. They send an email to your phone. They send a text to your phone. Boom, you got it. They got your phone. They got your microphone. They've got your, your Google Maps, your Apple Maps, your, your Waze. They've got your emails, your texts your passwords, your banking, your everything, your videos, your photos. Who knows what you got? They got it all, all of it. Now, Kyle said something to me. I did. Now, I do speak with Kyle. We will communicate. He did not tell me he was going to say this on the air. And I was kind of taken aback by it. I mean, in a good way. I mean, it was glad that we got, I was glad he got this out there. He must have found out by the time I had last spoke with him when he came on the show. It's not just Pegasus, apparently. There's another program, Phantom. I had never heard of this before that the FBI yeah. either looked into or was thinking about using. This kind of, I, I was sitting there and doing the show. I was in a parking lot doing it in the back of a, of a truck, a big truck, doing it because I was at the Patriot Awards. Um, and he said this, and it was just really shocking. Check this out. NSO is an Israeli software, right? It's, it's cyber warfare tools. 
And it's used to do that, like you said, the no-click exploitation of, a, of an iPhone. But uh, it's really only geared for external, like non-U.S. phone numbers. And so that's what keeps them from using Pegasus specifically internally. That's, the, that's what we're led to believe by the New York Times. Um, but they created a second follow-up program that's called Phantom. And the only customer that's allowed are U.S. government entities, U.S. government agencies. And so Phantom is designed to only exploit U.S. phone numbers. And if they keep it internally, like that's a, that's a tool that could be used domestically with no problem. We're told they're not being used it. Uh, they're not using it at all. But uh, what's to say that the, uh, the FBI's operational technology division didn't you know, reverse engineer it and use some variant thereof? And it's definitely a real possibility. I, I never heard of that. I heard of that on the air. I'm not messing with you. That was the first time I heard of that. On the air right there. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there in the truck going, there's a, right? And you saw that hit, Joe? And you're like, wait, what? So there's another program geared specifically towards domestic phone phone numbers and the compilation of data, no-click malware here that the FBI has the capability of using. And sadly, as we've seen, and I'll get to this a little later, with Karine Jean-Pierre hilariously saying that the DOJ um, is not, <laughs> it's not politicized. That's a good one. That's a good one. Anything they have the capability to use, they will weaponize. Yeah. This is what worries me about this. Now, think about it. You have all of this stuff on your phone. Now, individually, each of the things I'm going to address, may, I don't want the government to have any of it if they don't need it for some probable cause warrant search. We clear? I'm just suggesting to you that if they had it, one of them in its... in, in, in one of them in isolation, siloed, may not be dangerous, may not be as dangerous. The problem is when you start to use artificial intelligence capabilities, that's an overused buzzword, but it still does work. And, 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 uh, and computing capabilities, you can put together files on people. Think about it. Say your maps program, Google Maps, Waze, Apple Maps, right? That is every location you've gone to, okay? Now let's say, let's say, for instance, you may be, let's use a criminal case. Say you, you, uh, you put in a search engine, say you use Google, the lefties love that, you know, how to buy fentanyl in the street. And then they cross-reference it to a map where you went. And then they, uh, by the way, then they go to that, uh, that, that, that address and they, they can find out how many people in that certain uh, geofenced location put in a search for that feature in that area. Now you've got a list of all the potential people in that area who may be doing illegal drugs. Folks, you start getting into minority report territory. You see what I'm saying? Let's say like, whatever, Joey Bag of Donuts searches it. Fentanyl near me. Are people that stupid? You'd be surprised. All of a sudden, you get their maps program and you get their texts. Now you got the guy there texting for the fentanyl. Hey, got the stuff. The eagle has landed. Then you got the ways where they went. And then you got a geofence, say, around a location. You start getting into minority report stuff, that Tom Cruise movie where you have predictive capabilities to stop crime. Now, you may say, okay, that's great. And yes, in a utopian future where that wouldn't be abused, that may be great. The problem is we're in the dystopian present, not the utopian future. And what's going to wind up happening? Now get rid of these. I'm going to do this the right way here. Now get rid of the fentanyl. Let's insert a political term because you know this will be abused. Right. Trump groups near me. Oh, now we got it. Now we got it. Then all of a sudden, that gets cross-referenced with Google Maps or Waze or whatever. Where did you go? Oh, now you put a geofence around a location. Now you've got all of the Trump supporters in that possible location. And then all of a sudden, when they need another insurrection, all of those people wind up on a watch list. You see the dangers of this? 
What if you're a parent trying to find out where your kid's getting fentanyl? And you, good, you, you type good. that, you know what I mean? Yes. And ex- well, that's how, yes, you could get roped into that. Right. I mean, there's a thousand different yes. if then what if equations where you find yourself. Here's another one, you know, a gun dealers near me. Yes. Right. I mean, you'd obviously know the FFLs and the location, but then all of a sudden, like the gun club members get roped into an investigation in an area where a gun was used in a bank robbery and you had nothing to do with it. Yep. You start getting into really dangerous territory where you're getting roped in without reasonable suspicion or probable cause into criminal, potentially intelligence investigations. Folks, the future here is dangerous. And, and I haven't even, I, keep in mind, I just mentioned maps there, texts, emails, and that stuff. I haven't even got into the serious stuff. I mean, the really serious stuff. What about your health data? Your health data. What about your insurance company is going to be able to buy this and cross-reference it with your IP address to deny you insurance in the future? I mean, how much of this stuff is really going to be out there? Passwords, banking accounts, bank records. You know, we could talk about TikTok all we want, which you can, and in many cases should delete. Folks, listen, it's, I have to... I have ways around this stuff I'm going to leave out of this, but for show content material, it's hard for me to delete any platform. I even have to read the New York Times and the Washington Post because I got to see what the lefties are up to. Believe me, it kills me, but I can kind of silo it off. But you have a choice there. The catch with the FBI, Pegasus, and Phantom is you may not have a choice in the future. Now, combine this with a story I've warned you about forever. The digital dollar. The Wall Street Journal has a piece by Kevin Marsh. They're pushing for this thing again. This just came out this weekend. I, I, this dystopian surveillance future we're looking at may be here sooner than you think. The piece is called the U.S. needs a better digital dollar. No, we don't need a better. We don't need a digital dollar at all. Why do we need a digital dollar? We've been sold this before, this efficiency argument. The problem with the efficiency argument is the trade-off is absolute surveillance into your uh, into your financial life as well, combined with all of this other stuff. Can you imagine the power of the FBI in the future if they had the ability to not only insert Pegasus or Phantom into your phone to track everything you're doing, but also at the same time could cross-reference it, not just with maps, passwords, health data, bank accounts, and other stuff, but with all of your spending history too? Just, I mean, for a second, just fathom how much information they could compile at the snap of a finger using a subpoena. Now, I don't know Kevin Marsh. I I don't know him personally, but this is a really misguided piece. The gist of the piece is this. Well, the Chinese Communist Party is thinking about doing this digital dollar where they'd have the ultimate surveillance capability. So we should match them or they'll have a competitive advantage. Actually, they won't. I know, right? Because people who are interested in spending their money without being surveilled in a first world economy aren't going to have many options other than the United States. And what? Let me give you just a quick example. I'm explaining this wrong. And if I'm explaining this wrong, you guys got to tell me. But Bitcoin, what's the attractiveness of Bitcoin for a lot of people? They don't think it's the government's freaking business what they spend their money on. And if you're not breaking the law of news for you, it's not. You think it's a competitive advantage to sell to people we have a new digital dollar where we can figure out at a moment's notice everything you're spending your money on and do a diagnosis and autopsy of your financial life? I don't think so. I don't think it's the option you think it is. So Warsh covers it. He's like, hey, the Chinese Communist Party's doing it, so maybe we should do it too. No, maybe we shouldn't. He knows one option popular in Washington 
is for the U.S. to create a dollar copycat of China's digital wand. No thanks. The verdict is in. That's a crap idea. Let's not do that. He goes on. The Federal Reserve would intermediate wholesale and retail payments, including as a direct counterparty to U.S. consumers. For the liberals out there, that means the Federal Reserve would be the middleman between you and just about everything you buy and the you know, wholesale consumer and the endpoint. Oh, meaning the middleman would have all of your information about what you bought. He notes, uh, thankfully, this is at odds with the American ethos of privacy from government intrusion. You think, Kev? Of course it is. The specter of state surveillance of individual spending is dangerous. The interface with, ci- with, the interface with citizens should rest with the private sector. Folks, this piece isn't, um, it's way too laudatory, in my opinion, of a digital dollar. I'm just, I'm going to wrap this segment up here. I want to get to my, my second sponsor. But again, I, I find it just incredibly obtuse to argue about the data collection by TikTok while you have some liberals and status big government swampy Republicans arguing for a digital dollar and increased FBI spying capabilities, given that the weaponization of FBI spying capabilities has been nearly endless. I'm sorry. Those things butt heads. They can't possibly work together. All right, here's what I got coming up next. Um, so Donald Trump back on Twitter. So he gave a interesting statement about what his first tweet's going to be. Did you hear this, Joe? It's fascinating. He just went right for it, right out of the shoot already. <laughs> Thank you. I got that coming up. I'm adding Adam Kinzinger. He was crying again uh, on uh, CNN with Jake Tapper. Crying and moaning again about Trump being back on Twitter. He had a take on this too. Folks, reach my left arm, don't work too well. Seeing a doctor this Friday, thankfully. Maybe I'll be able to straighten my left arm again. Blackout coffee. Listen, I started drinking their coffee a few months ago. It's just amazing. You know I love coffee. It's great coffee and packaging that keeps it fresh. It's delicious. Here it is. Here's a bag right here. I'd be absolutely lost without blackout coffee in the morning. I get up early. Holidays are just around the corner. Blackout coffee is the right gift. Everybody's going to love it. They don't just roast incredibly delicious, strong coffee. They have tea and hot cocoa too because Blackout Coffee is a small family-owned business. They care about quality above all. Make sure They make sure every bag is freshly roasted. Just when you crack it open, just take it in, man. Take it in. They provide amazing customer service and incredibly fast shipping. Folks, it's extremely important to support a parallel economy with strong American values such as Blackout Coffee. With gift bags and boxes already bundled, you have a wide selection to choose from. My listeners get 20% off their first order at blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Go on, try their coffee. See what I mean? You'll ditch those other guys right away. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Do it today. Don't wait. Makes a great gift for people around the office, family members. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. You, or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Get it today. You're going to love it. I like my coffee. Strong. Fuerte. Fuerte. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right. So uh, Elon Musk, who, of 
course, has taken Twitter private, now owns the platform. Uh, he decided this weekend, after putting up a poll, which uh, crying Adam Kinzinger flipped out about, he decided to let Donald Trump back on Twitter. Now, I'm going to go into the pros and cons of this in a second, what I think is going to happen. But Donald Trump gave a statement. I couldn't believe it. I didn't think he was going to say anything about it. But he gave uh, this statement right away. It's pretty hilarious here. Check this out. Okay, it's good to be back. Let's see what we're going to do. First tweet at Speaker Pelosi. You're fired. P.S. Tell Paul he doesn't look good in his underwear. We saw the body cam. It's a horrible thing. We don't want to get suspended off the bat at Rosie O'Donnell. You're still a disgusting animal, both inside and out. It's true. Now, let's not waste a good one. At said Warren, I am more Indian than you. Hashtag Pocahontas. No, wait, no, wait. I got it. I got it. Kofifi, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> okay, of course, that was Donald Trump, folks. That was Sean Farish, who was hilarious. He's Sean, S-H-A-W-N underscore Farish, F-A-R-A-S-H. Yeah, he's, uh, the vo- I, I, I have to tell you, when Jim... Producer Jim sends me those clips. If he doesn't send it with a corresponding video, I'm honestly not sure if that's Donald Trump or Sean Farris. I have to ask Jim. So that was Sean doing his imitation of Trump uh, back. He's a lot better. Now, he hasn't tweeted yet, but if you go to his account, what is it, real Donald J. Trump, you can see now all of his old tweets. Now, it's not just him. Elon, thankfully, is, you know, I really appreciate it. I wish he would expand it and start getting rid of all of the people, uh, all of the bans on people. Uh, I think Juanita Broderick's still banned. There's a whole boatload of conservatives. But Trump, Conceptual James, Babylon B, Project Veritas is back, which is a beautiful thing. I mean, folks, this is good for free speech and it's good for journalism. We appreciate that. Having said that, the media lost their minds. Uh, we're now in this. Orwellian newspeak language future where free speech is tyranny. Tyranny is free speech. Words are violence, but violence isn't violence. How we got here? Uh, when liberals loosen the grip on an objective reality, which has been their goal. Joe and I have been talking about this since the basement in Severna Park. The liberals hate any objective truth because the whole idea behind liberalism and totalitarian top-down government is that they can treat people subjectively different. Steal from the wealthy, give to people they deem worthy, green groups and whatever. Those two groups are treated differently. They don't want objective value. And when you break down objective values and language, that, this is how you get to a point where free speech is tyranny and tyranny is considered free speech. Here was Kinzinger, a uh, big government leftist, liberal, uh, totalitarian swamp rat, always crying. Always crying, griping, and moaning. A pathetic, whiny human being who fell for one of those scams about the uh, ghost of Kiev, which was hilarious, by the way, because he's that stupid. Here's Adam Kinzinger on CNN this weekend saying that the poll Elon Musk put out on Twitter saying, hey, should we let Donald Trump back on? Where um, I think it was like 52, 48. Yes. Here he's complaining that who do you think did it, fellas? Who do you think did it? Of course, Russia. Of course Russia. Russia did it. Russia does everything. Hunter Biden. Russia. It was definitely Russia. Russian millions of Russian bots did it. Look at this idiot. I get that people are on all sides of this debate. The fact that he did it with a poll of which, you know, however many percent of those could have been bots that aren't real people voting in that. Uh, secondarily, I don't know if, you know, that decision should be made by some poll. <laughs> No, it should be made by Kinzinger and the January 6th. Clearly, 
I mean, he, I, I'm actually stunned that the wet works were, get a little, get a little cleaner. They keep a box, of little Kleenex and wipes near this guy. We, th- does the guy ever stop bitching and moaning? Does he ever stop whining? This pathetic little weasel, this liberal buffoon who did, listen, man, I, I get it. Like I, I ran for office. Didn't work out. Kinsey can say, I, I ran, I won a couple. Fine. Fair enough, brother. I get it. But you know what? When you had a tough election, where you could have stood for something. You know, I ran in a D plus six district where I lost, but I stuck by my conservative values and I'm proud of that. You had the chance to show us, right? Who was the principal guy? Go run on your principles. You backed out like a coward and a chump, like a whiny crying loser. But tweet about another ghost of Kiev story or something. That's, that's all he's good for anyway. What, by the way, do you remember that story, Guy? The ghost of Kiev story? But the guy, who is the guy in the uh, the picture? They always use this guy whenever he's, and he fell for it. Kids go, what's his name? Sam? I forget skipping me right now. It's, whenever you see this guy's, if you're ever on social media, it's an obvious scam and Kinsinger fell for it. It is hilarious. I'll have to look it up. I'll get it by the end of the show for you. Whenever you see this guy's face, you're getting set up. I mean, all you got to do is spend five minutes on social media to figure that out. Now, so Trump gave a statement about this. Uh, President Trump says, listen, I know you'll see the just the news stories in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. If you'd like to subscribe to our newsletter, we appreciate it. Trump doesn't see, quote, any reason to start using Twitter again. Now, um, just some quick pros and cons on this. He's obviously now declared he's running for president. So uh, that, that, that's on. That's on. It's a big platform. Now, it's not... I would make the case to you that Facebook is probably a more important platform for reaching the masses, what the liberals would call the deplorables and the great unwashed, what we call America, right? These slobs on the left can't stand this. Facebook has wider penetration into just kind of a, a mass appeal. The reason no Twitter is important, and I would argue at least rivals Facebook in importance, especially when it comes to politicians like Donald Trump, believe me, from someone who pulled back from Twitter and wasn't going to come back, it was a mistake because people can attack you unabated. But here's the kicker. Although it doesn't have the mass penetration into the market, Facebook does. It's got a far, far smaller audience. The people on there are all bloggers, journalists, not just liberal, by the way conservatives and others, and a narrative that will later penetrate into a wider audience, maybe kind of transferring over to Facebook through social media osmosis or whatever it may be, can start on Twitter and can run, uh, how do you say, like not counteracted. People can BS other people and lie about you. So that's kind of the, the, the con to him not being on there. The pros, for him at least, is he's got this successful business venture, True Social, which I love. We get tons of engagement on it. And although it doesn't have the Twitter audience, the people on there are super engaged. And I don't think it has the bot problem Twitter has or had. Um, and also, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not privy to his contractual arrangements with True Social. I want to be clear on that. But my guess is that if he's the face of True Social, Donald Trump, which he is, I would assume there's some kind of contractual arrangement for him to post there first. So there may be something kind of in between. Now, having said that, there's nothing to stop one more kind of, I guess, pro or who knows, maybe a little bit of both, is that he can go and post on his own platform, True Social, which people are naturally going to be attracted to anything he says. 
And it's not hard to just screenshot it and put it over on Twitter. But it does create another barrier. So he's going to need that. Remember, the press, that's where narratives start on Twitter. You've got to be careful. I've seen it a thousand times. You've got to shut this stuff down right away. I dealt with it in a former business uh, opportunity I was involved in where still to this day, still to this day, things that are provably easily debunkable are still out there. I just want to throw this article up too now that Donald Trump's announced. It's a pretty good piece in the newsletter again if you want to check it out. So Donald Trump's defied the odds before. Even Bill Crystal, who is a rabid uh, never Trumper, ra- I mean, as anti-Trump as it gets, used to pretend to be a Republican. Um, Bill Crystal put out a tweet, I believe it was Crystal, suggesting that don't underestimate Donald Trump. And I, I, folks, I second and third that. They've done it before. I showed you that Washington Post headline on the, on the show last week that they wrote in 2016. Donald Trump's chances of winning are approaching zero. Do not count this guy out. But El American Joaquin Nunez has a piece. It's pretty good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Trump 2024. Four former presidents had also decided to run again. So if four of them did it, well, what's the track record? Again, if they were 0-4, there's always someone to break the mold. It could be Trump. But uh, if you're a history major, you already know this. So Martin Van Buren lost, ran again, lost. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, same thing. Tried to make a comeback, didn't work out. Hoover, tried to make a comeback, didn't get past the primary. However, one of them did. Grover Cleveland. One lost, one again. So he wouldn't be the first one. And for Donald Trump, was it meatloaf two out of three ain't bad? For Donald, Donald Trump, one out, of, one out of four ain't bad. You bet he likes those odds. You know how he is. All right, let me get to my next sponsor, and then I want to play this video. One viral this weekend. Now, I just want to be clear. I, I don't know this guy. He's shown up in San Diego as well. I'm not sure if he's a resident of Arizona. Or not. I don't know him. I, I didn't you know, look at his driver's license. But he went up in front of the Maricopa County Board of Elections and just filleted these idiots. And the thing with nuclear this weekend, and regardless of who he is, the core of what he's saying, you're going to listen and be like, eh, it kind of makes sense. First, if you own a home and you're looking to save money before the new year, I got a question to ask you. You called our friends at American Financing yet? It's a great company. I've spoken to them a couple times. I met the people over there. They're great. I mean, you wouldn't believe how many listeners they've helped save hundreds a month. Some are even seeing $1,000 in monthly savings. Think of what you can do with that kind of money. You can pay off some bills, add to your savings, pretty much anything you want, as long as you call American Financing, where the process starts with a free, no obligation mortgage review. So you can understand all your money-saving options before moving forward. There's no pressure. There's no upfront or hidden fees. I mean, it only takes a 10-minute call to learn more. And if you start soon, you could delay up to two payments. Here's a number for American Financing. It's 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. Or you can visit them at AmericanFinancing.net. Remember that .net. AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Thanks, American. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. It comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three dollars to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. 
Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers, and they're all made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. So I saw this this weekend. And again, this guy's appeared at, a, uh, I think, a hearing about COVID stuff in San Diego. It's still pretty, pretty funny nonetheless. I believe his name is Matt Baker. Pops up in front of the Maricopa County, Arizona election board where the election was a total mess, a total disaster. We have no idea how many people were turned away based on long lines, which, all, by the way, automatically would be declared voter suppression if it was a minority district anywhere outside of Arizona, right? Would be declared voter suppression immediately. There'd be calls for an investigation and a revote. But because it happened in Arizona and the Democrats say, we won, all of a sudden the media's like, carpet? No, 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 we don't do that. Carpet, we're going to keep lifting it up and look what's underneath. Here's Matt Baker. Check out this. This went viral this weekend. Good morning. Once again... The eyes of the world are upon Maricopa County for another botched election. Am I here to accuse you of stealing the vote? Heavens no, for that would make me a terrorist, wouldn't it? Let me ask you, if you took your life savings to a bank and the teller put them in a machine and the machine kicked out one out of four of your bills and the teller said, don't worry, we'll put them in box three over here and we'll let you know how many were in there later. We'll send them off to a separate location and someone will be sure to get back to you and tell you how much money you have. Would you be okay with that? No, you would not be okay with that. Now ask yourself the question, which is more valuable, your vote or your money? Now ask a lobbyist that same question. Now ask a campaign manager that question. Now ask Mark Zuckerberg that question, which is more valuable, your money or your vote or your country or this world or the corruption that is taking over every single county in this nation? <laughs> you, can, you can see why. See why that went viral. By the way, Sam Hyde. Thank you. Sam, if you ever see Sam Hyde memes, just you're only Adam Kinzinger. Fall. Now, I, I don't know the guy. The thing went viral. But think about what he said about that bank account analogy. Is, is there anything about that you disagree with? Now, here's what I said last week, and I'm going to say again about the Maricopa County, Arizona disaster where machines broke down, they couldn't read the ink because it wasn't dark enough, printers broke. The fact that the Secretary of State, who is, they declared her the winner, everybody just go away, Katie Hobbs, was administering an election where it's not a conspiracy theory what happened. Matter of fact, Bernovich, the Attorney General, who you know hasn't been like a pro-Trump guy on a lot of this stuff, right? Himself is like, hey, we need to look at this stuff. It's not a conspiracy theory, it happened. There were huge lines. There are stories out there. Again, they're anecdotes. They're anecdotes. But we're going to need to get people on the record who were going to vote, but due to long lines, had to go to work or do whatever. They, this is another reason, by the way, folks, we have got to get better at this. At, we've got to get why we are stuck. I wish we weren't. Oh, my gosh. I wish we weren't stuck with ballot harvesting, you know, six-month early voting. But we are. We have got to get better at it. We cannot have Democrats voting for 
three weeks in a month and harvesting while we're not doing it. We can change it, but until we do, we've got to take advantage of the rules. We should be out canvassing right now for disaffected voters who had to sit on two-hour lines who turned around and went home. If you can find them and get their stories on the record, you may be able to show that the results here might not have been accurate. You know, and to the liberals who listen to my show, please cut the BS. Stop with the act. It's fake. It's phony. I laugh at you morons. You know for a fact, if this were to happen in a black community, in a swing state, say like Georgia, for example, you would be right now, you'd be like, Stacey Abrams won again. You know it would happen. You just don't care because you won. She'd be on TV 24-7, geezers. She'd be grifting. She would start another pack. It'd be like, it was stolen again. Stacey Abrams 2.0, you know it. She'd be the president of Earth again for you Star Trek fans. Some of you get the joke. But because, again, they think they won, nobody gives a damn. Well, I do. And you should, too. All right, moving on. Let me get to this story. Some post-election updates. Uh, since we thankfully have taken back the House, I, the number looks like it's going to be at about 222, which is the irony of that, by the way, is it's going to be the exact opposite of the Democrats. Uh, I mean, the same number, but obviously the exact opposite, meaning ideologically. The Democrats had uh, most of the time roughly the same uh, break in the House of Representatives side, meaning they're going to have slim margins, which means... There are pros and cons to that, too. The Republicans taking back the House, obviously, is the big pro. We can stop Biden, but we can only stop Biden if the Republican caucus stays together, which, as we've seen with the in the past, especially with that disastrous infrastructure bill, which was another crap bill, sometimes Republicans will rescue Biden. I'm still mad at the Republicans who did that. So just because we have a majority pro doesn't mean the con you know, dissipates. The con is that the majority has to act like a freaking majority. And with only four votes to spare, you got to remember, the pro is it empowers the Freedom Caucus, the conservatives out there. It does. Because if the Freedom Caucus sticks together and says, you know what, we are not going to let that pass, then McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy and the GOP and the House side has to listen to them and fold. But Joe, what's the opposite side of that? Sorry to give you pros and cons like this, but, you know, it, as with life, everything's on the margin. Right. The con to that is the Swampies have the exact same power. The Swampy Republicans could go, yeah, okay, double-barreled. We're not going to pass it either unless you do swamp stuff. A slim majority, you have these issues. Now, on the pro side, which gives the Freedom Caucus a lot of power, McCarthy, I've noticed, who wants to be speaker and is going to need those votes, he has the nomination. Kevin McCarthy, he wants to be Speaker of the House. Again, now that we've taken back the House, it seems the most likely outcome at this point. I you know, wish there was a, a better option at this point, but it doesn't seem to be. Washington Examiner story by Emily Jacobs. McCarthy vows to yank squad member Ilhan Omar from the House Committee. She's made some anti-Semitic comments in the past. Eric Swalwell, we believe, is compromised due to his relationship with Fang Fang, so McCarthy is now pledged to remove both of them from their committees. Don't think for a second, folks, that this post-election stuff happening right now with McCarthy isn't due to the fact that he has slim majorities. And I just, you know, again, it's a kind of a chest out, chin up moment. 
Yeah, the Swampies will have a little bit of power because of the slim majority. But the Freedom Caucus does too. And I believe McCarthy's listening to him, whether he's listening to him because he wants to or has to. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care. I don't want to date the guy. All I care about is that he does stuff. I don't care about his personality. I don't care one bit. Zero. So this is good news. Now, the media is already pressuring, of course, the Republicans who will now be taking over the gavels and the committees. Gavels. Wait, wait. We have a, they'll be taking over this. The Birdwell. Yes, it's time for the Birdwell. The Birdwell type gavel in the committee, <laughs> which is good. We have a, my boy, my buddy Birdwell. We love that guy. Love that. He's my man. Love that guy. The best. He sent me that thing. My man. So now that they've taken over the gavels in these committees, the Democrats are terrified that an expose is going to happen about Hunter Biden and all of Joe Biden's disastrous international business dealings. Folks, they're already doing the strategy again. What's the strategy? The MoveOn.org, baby. They've done it before. Remember Bill Clinton with in the White House? Remember that? Mm-hmm. What was the strategy? After a while, they didn't even pretend it didn't happen anymore. Bill Clinton had to... I had to admit, I did have sexual relations with that woman. Oh, he denied it at first. And then later he had to admit. Remember he had to admit? Now, their strategy is to drag it out, drag it out, drag it out. And then when the stories drip, 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 and they think the PRs run its way, they go, move on. They even founded an organization, moveon.org. They're going to do the same thing with Hunter Biden. Listen, I get it. To McCarthy and the Swampies, who are going to play along with this and say, hey, we didn't get elected to do this stuff. You're wrong. Other Republicans did. And you ignore the base at your own peril. We want accountability on the Biden side. If this was about Donald Trump and Don Trump Jr. on a sex tape, you know, doing blow or crack or whatever, the Democrats would be calling for people's heads to roll. It's time for us to use the power we've been given to do the right thing, not the easy thing. I'll tell you their strategy, too, coming up next. Let me get to my next sponsor. I got a video, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Hilarious, even by Corinne Jean-Pierre's uh, standards. Policy genius. We pay hundreds of dollars a year to protect our homes, our cars, and even our phones. But too many of us aren't taking steps to protect our family's finances. Mortgage payments, private student loans, and other types of debt don't just disappear. Something happens to you. A life insurance policy can provide your loved ones with a financial cushion they can use to cover those costs. And they can provide you with a with peace of mind, even in the worst case scenario, they will be protected. Policy genius, policy genius. It's an insurance marketplace. It makes it easy to compare quotes from top companies in one place to find your lowest price on life insurance. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with policy genius. Options start at just $17 a month for $500,000 of coverage. Just click the link in the description or head to policygenius.com to get personalized. Uh, get personal. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just click the link in the description or head to policygenius.com to get personalized quotes in minutes and find the right policy for your needs. Policy Genius, they're licensed agents at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance company. They're on hand through the entire process to help you understand your options so you can make decisions with confidence. Head to policygenius.com. That's policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. Policygenius.com. Always good to see you back. PolicyGenius.com. Solid company. Check them out. So the Democrats have a strategy, too. And this kind of concerns me, folks. Uh, Well, a lot of what the Democrats do concerns me. uh, But the basement strategy, we have to be candid here with each other, folks, seems to be working. What is the basement strategy? Uh, It's the strategy of doing nothing to win elections. Nothing. Katie Hobbs emulated this strategy. Joe Biden used this strategy. 
Fetterman used this strategy. It's an article in The Hill by my friend Joe Concha. The basement strategy is working for Democrats. You should read it. He covers those three specific elections. Folks, the problem with that is it forces Republicans to go out there and hustle as we should. That's not the problem. I mean, I'm just laying out the contours of the debate. It forces us to go on the record and deal with a hostile media like, uh, like Carrie Lake did. And then Katie Hobbs gets to just sit on her caboose, do nothing, go on friendly networks, never take a stance on anything, and then just waltz to re-election. I, I've been thinking up until showtime today of an effective strategy to counter this, and I think the Republicans thought exposing it at first would embarrass them. Oh, she's going to be embarrassed. Let's just keep talking about the fact that Katie Hobbs is too cowardly to debate. Folks, it's not working. Clearly, liberal voters and Democrats, where things haven't gotten bad enough yet and the suck hasn't gotten worse, they don't care. They just don't care. The basement strategy has become pretty tough for us. Now, how the, the, a good counter is going to have to be, I, I, clearly people are voting against candidates as well as for others. Because if you're not voting for Katie Hobbs because she doesn't stand for anything, there's a lot of anger there. So we're going to have to find a way to kind of breach that divide a little bit. I don't, I honestly, I'm going to think about it. I was thinking about it all morning. Usually pretty good at this stuff. Ways to kind of break through that. I'm not sure. How do you, how do you battle a candidate who has nothing to say and sits in the basement? All right, moving on, because this is an important story. Kareem Jean-Pierre, anyone changing their vote, by the way? Anybody? No? Nope. No. Still sucks. No, Joe? No. Jim? Jim listening? Jim? No, on, thanks. No, no, Jim's not changing his vote. Kareem Jean-Pierre, the single worst press secretary in the history of the United States. So she was asked a question about the politicizing of the DOJ this weekend, and uh, she hilariously had, had this banger of a response. This is great. Check this out. I've said this many times before, we do not politicize the Department of Justice. That is something that the president said uh, during the campaign. That is something that the president said the, in his early days of, of, of being uh, in the White House. And that continues to be true. Oh, he said it. He said it. All right, forget it. Scrap the ego. He said it. Biden, they say a lot of things. You know, I was at the Patriot Awards. I did my own little man on the street, which, by the way, was a lot of fun. My producer, Sabrina, is like, you want to just grab a camera? And just go interview people for the Fox show. I was like, hell yeah, let's do that. So they say a lot of things. I asked people, the board is secure. No, a whole bunch of Patriot Award attendees. I go, but Kamala Harris said it was secure. She's lying. You got to watch it. The segment's pretty funny. Of course, they lie about everything. But we don't. We actually produce receipts. So remember that FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago? It was a whole big piece Lee Smith did on it, September 1st, 2023. Remember that, Joe? It was a little news story. Just a nugget here or there. Yeah, the FBI, a- first time in... American history Small shows thing. up and thinks it's a good idea. Small little story. Uh, decides to bust into President Trump's residence, clean the place out. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time that's ever happened. Never happened before. Well, there was a little update. Do you all see this? Again, you see how the strategy, the moveon.org strategy works for the Democrats? When it's a Democrat scandal, like the Hunter Biden scandal, drip, 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 drip. And then six months later, there's no accountability for it at all. Hunter Biden, nothing's happened there. I'll show you that in a minute, right? We have, oh yeah, there's a, hold on, the press conference going on. Oh yeah, that's crickets, crickets, nothing, zero. Nothing's happened, right? But with Republican scandals, what they do is they hammer it right away, arrest search warrants. They find nothing later, 
And then later on, after the reverse drip, 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 they go back and write articles like this in the Washington Post. You probably missed this because it didn't get a lot of coverage. The Washington Post, oh, we find out now that this was a ego thing, the Mar-a-Lago paperwork, not about money. Deep State Devil and Barrett, Josh Dawsey. Look at this. You see this article last week? Probably missed it. It was a heavy news week, folks. I didn't have time to get to it. I'm sorry. So you see the reverse drip, drip, drip. Here's the headline. The Washington Post probably missed it. Investigators see ego, not money, as Trump's motive on classified papers. Talking about the Mar-a-Lago raid. Oh, oh, that's a fascinating update, isn't it? Did you hear about that one all over the news? Of course you didn't. You heard about the raid, though, right? Nuclear secrets, Joe. Trump had a, was, remember some of all fears? Trump had an active nuclear weapon in the basement of Mar-a-Lago. I'm surprised he hasn't launched it yet. Yeah. <laughs> and now all of a sudden we find out that the paperwork, they're saying this was some ego trip and wasn't motivated by money. Yeah, I thought I heard we were selling nuclear secrets. Wasn't that one of the, the, the uh, oh, yeah, it was. You see how it works? With Democrats, never do the arrest or the search warrant right away. So Hunter Biden, what do we do? They're sitting around, the Democrats, the FBI, the DOJ, because they're all the same, right? At least at the upper levels of them, right? They're sitting there and they're like, what do we do? We have Hunter Biden on tape. We have these, this guy, Tony Bobolinsky, talking about uh, uh, foreign deals and potential blackmail files on the president of the United States selling foreign influence. Well, we should probably serve a search warrant, investigate. No, 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 no. We're going to drip, drip. This is what they do in the business when you got to stretch a segment out. Joe knows as well. Stretch. Yes. This is, <laughs> stretch it out. Drip, drip, drip. Then um, six, seven months later or a year or two later, we'll tell everyone we're tired of this story. So is the public time to move on. The exact opposite happens with conservatives. Hit them right away. Hit them hard. That way it makes a big splash in the media and drip, drip in reverse later that there's nothing to see here. <laughs> Every time. So the DOJ, back to the segment here, is not politicized. Really? Here's an article by Texas Right to Life. FBI raids home of another pro-lifer. Yet still no arrests in pregnancy center firebombings. Don't worry, folks. Don't worry. Corrine Jean-Pierre said there's no politicization. Politicization, I can never say that word. You get the point. Of anyone at the DOJ. No worries at all. I'm sure this is all on the up and up. What about this story? No politics at the DOJ at all. Republican Representative Scott Perry says the FBI seized his phone while he was traveling. Never heard that story before. That's fascinating. About the whole January 6th saga, the insurrection. Still not asked about the bomber, by the way. Watch my Friday show if you want an update on that one. But don't worry. Green Jump here says no politics at the Justice Department. What about this one? Did you catch this story broke last week? U.S. Justice Department. Don't worry. No politics. Named a war crimes expert as a special counsel for Donald Trump probes. No. Broke last week. No. Joe, I know, I know you're stunned. Nope. I just amazed. No, Joe, it's not political. Stop. Come on. We're not doing conspiracy theories on this show. I wish confused. you would stop that. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to fire you and find someone else. You're promoting conspiracy <laughs> theories. We're gonna have to get you off the platform. Now, so this morning I went to my phone. And you know what? I, I think I went to Google because it's the lefty's favorite search engine. And I put in uh FBI arrests Hunter Biden. Just in case. Uh, Joe, did you miss this story? Guy, I hadn't got anything. I mean, did they arrest him? So uh, I just threw it in. Yeah, you haven't heard anything either. Uh, right? So here's the here's the, the results that came up. This is not in any way manipulated. Here was the first one. BBC, 
Hunter Biden could be charged with tax crimes. Um, but he wasn't. Here's number two. Was Hunter Biden arrested? Not yet. And here's why. MSNBC has a really uh, cute explainer as to why the guy on the sex tapes doing the UFC fight, uh, smoking the crack pipe on it, why he has, they have a nice explainer why. Here was the third hit. Hunter Biden. Reports say FBI has enough evidence for prosecution. That's from The Guardian, another left-wing outlet. Yeah, but, 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 but they're not. But they're not prosecuting him. But where's the search warrant? There's a search warrant. You're, you're not, yeah, okay. You haven't seen it yet. If we see one, great. If we see one, great. But you see how it works? Drip, 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 drip. Then maybe do something, but wait till the public loses interest. And then the other way, bang, bang, bang. Then drip, 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 they're innocent. But don't worry, folks. The one world order is going to handle it. You know, I'm going to put this out there. I was hesitant. Because a, a guy I'm no big fan of, a French president, Macron, right? He was given a speech uh, just a bit ago. And in this speech, he's talking about this one world order again. I really wish they would clean up the language on this stuff. I just want to be clear with this. He's talking about how the, the world is now multipolar with China and the United States and, and others against China. So he's calling for this one world order uh, thing. I really wish they would clean up the language because every time they say this, there's going to be some fact checker about I. Can we, Joe, can, we haven't flagged anything in a while. No. Can we flag it Monday, November 21st, please? Because I'm, yeah. I'm just- Hack checkers. I'm just check. Yeah, please, please check this out. Um, the fact checkers will jump all over this, but here's what Macron said. Flag it! Thank you. I'm, I'm guaranteed there'll be fact checkers all over this thing because there is calls for a, a new world order and a great reset. This, however, this one was a little vague in his explanation. He's really talking about China versus others. But watch the fact checkers use this as an excuse to shut you up here. Check, check this out. Are you on the U.S. and the Chinese side? Because now, progressively, a lot of people would like to see there, there are two orders in this world. This is a huge mistake. Even for both the U.S. and China. We need a single global order. Listen, I'm not going to try to get in the guy's head, okay? I've already told you. This new world order, great reset stuff is absolutely real. They talk about it all the time. However, this, yeah, Guy, I think he does too. He's like, I think he knows what he's doing. No, they don't say it by accident. But mark my words, Joe has it flagged. The fact checkers will be all over this. If not already, I'm doing the show. So I can, well, by the time I'm off, I can guarantee it. All right, last story for the day. Uh, I, I appreciate you guys, again, hanging in there. All the great feedback about the radio show and the Patriot Awards meant the world to me, being there with all of those American heroes. But the last story of the day is something I'm really concerned about. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going broke. We have no money. That's just a fact. Now, the United States will not go uh, broke in the traditional sense that we'll wind up in bankruptcy court because we have the Federal Reserve that can always print money. The problem is we're de facto broke. Um, we're broken that we don't have the tax base to support the amount of money we're printing. Therefore, the amount of money we're printing not supported by the tax base is not based in value, which is degrading the amount of money you have now. That's what inflation is. It makes the money you own now and the assets worth less. And it's happening because of stories like this. I've told you about it a couple of times, the COVID Medicaid money grab. It's in the Wall Street Journal. The gist of it is this. There, it's not that when the Democrats tell you they're spending government money, 
I had a little, I don't know, I don't want to say argument, but with a family member last night, I love her, but we had a little kind of a beef, right? She's telling me about how the Democrats are, you know, they she likes them because they care about people and whatever. Folks, they don't. This Medicaid money grab is this. They keep uh, declaring that this public health emergency is going on and on and on. They keep renewing it. The reason they're doing it is because it allowed states and the federal government to expand Medicaid, a government-run health care program, to people, ladies and gentlemen, who make too much money to apply. Now, I'm really sorry, but if you're going to sell me on the idea as government is being a backstop for people who don't have money to support themselves, then why would you use taxpayer money that could help those people to help people who don't need the support? The answer is because it's not about helping people. It's about control. Read this piece, the COVID Medicaid money grab. Biden keeps declaring a public health emergency, even though declaring on 60 minutes the public health emergency is over, only because they want more people on the government dole to control them. So much so that the states have asked for uh, the ability to, to uh, interview people who are on this Medicaid program to see if they make too much money. The government says, no, we don't want to know. You're not even going to ask them for information. And if you do kick them off Medicaid because they make too much, you have to find coverage. States are like, we're not insurance brokers. This is how badly they want to spend your money and screw you over. This what? isn't compassion, dude. This is nothing. This is, this is, this is control. This is controlling you. It's always been about control. What's love got to do with it, dude? Ask Tina. My man. What's love? <laughs> Windows <laughs> are cracking everywhere. Woke up. I slept like 12 hours last night after this whole thing. So a lot of energy. All right. I got to go do a full body workout for the radio show, which is always horrible. Today's lunges day too. So my legs will be sore later. Thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Please subscribe to the show. We were, I think, number seven in the whole country on Triton for podcasts. It's thanks to you. Thanks to your subscriptions to the show and following it. It's free. Please follow us on Apple, Spotify, and at Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. I so deeply appreciate your support. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.